Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Level three, this is Sports Rage. Edmonton were down 4-1. They made it 4-2. And, uh, man, they're really pressing right now. They really pressed in the last couple of minutes of the period. It would have been massive if they could make it 4-3, but all their hard work has paid off. They did just um, – they just did uh, – I believe they're going on the power play here. Are they? No. I thought that I thought they got a call here. I guess it's just uh, it was just icing. Um, they got 34 seconds to potentially bury one here. Man, it would be big. Yeah, that's it. They've got the Boston guys on the ice right now for like uh, for like forever. And they couldn't change after that uh, after that icing. Edmonton are doing a good job. So going into the third period, they could be alive. Um, so baseball starts tomorrow, everybody. The Dodgers in San Diego going head to head. First exhibition game of the season. It's a Stone Cold Pick'em. Minus 110. What's the pick, uh, Kurtz? What are you doing with this game? Who are you taking? Let's get uh, Kurtz's audio back. Yep. You all right, George? George? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I'm having oh, a, small, a small stroke here. I'll go with the Dodgers tomorrow. Man, I, I have no reason for the Dodgers. They'll start their winning tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the first win of 100 and, I don't know, 30 wins for them. San Diego. I'm a Dodger fan. Yeah, I'd say San. I'd be careful. I, and honestly, looking at San Diego coming into this year, and hold on, we got to welcome Sears here in a second. Uh, but I want to get to San Diego. Shout out to everybody joining us on Sirius XM Channel One Five Nine on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. I am Renzi. So uh, we got George Kurtz and Cam Stewart in the house. I will say this, Kurtz, about San Diego. And we're on in San Diego in a couple of minutes, so I follow the team and stuff. But I thought last year, and I, I I nailed it too. The last about last year, and I said, I said I don't think they dislike each other. They just have bad chemistry in the sense that you have too many of the same player, you have too many of the same personalities, you have too many people that are making too much money, and you're going to lose some of that edge 
And it's funny to hear them talk now, and they're all saying the same thing. They're all like, listen, Juan Soto's a great player. He's a super cool dude. And they talked about Blake Snell being a great pitcher. But they also said, they said, you know what? We have more of a team. And they said, there's young guys here now. And we've got guys that are trying to make it. And he goes, there's more of a team atmosphere this year. And they talked about how they felt a ton of pressure. And they're not feeling pressure at all. And even though they lost Soto, and they did, they're not going to bring Snell back. They are still pretty loaded, Kurtz. Like they are a pretty good team, actually. Still, like, yeah, like people just sort of dismiss them. They're still, they're still freaking loaded, bro, with talent. That team. Well, your pitching staff is uh, questionable. Your ace is now Joe Musgrove. Mm. All right, number two, you Darvish, and then it's over. That's the three Yankee guys, by the way. They're three to five stars. You could do Michael worse King, than those Randy two. Vasquez, Johnny Brito. None of those guys is giving you 150 innings. All right? I mean, you're asking a lot there of your younger players. How many players teams yet. have Listen, Xander Bogarts, Fernando Tatis Jr., and Manny Machado? That's that offense. Well, they had him last year, too. A better starting, and they couldn't do it. Now you're going to tell me it's going to be better this though, year? George, and, sometimes, Gabe, to your point. Like two years ago, it was a two bad years ago, they beat the Dodgers bad in the playoffs. Bad exactly. And that's, that's the whole thing. It's they do manager. They just had yeah. a bad sort of thing going on. Right, they were supposed to win. They weren't winning. They got mad, and it just imploded. I think they can so compete with all the time. They're sports. not. They're not going to compete with yeah. the Dodgers. No, right, nobody's going to compete with the Dodgers in that division. Nobody will. Right, so they're not going to compete in the playoffs. Yeah, like they, their lineup is loaded. The pitching's not that bad. George and I, you know what? The whole problem is Wait, the you pitching's, know, the pitching's that team was not that. That good. team was negative, man. Gabe and you saw like there were they they didn't look right. I don't think the locker room was right. And sometimes changing and getting a couple guys out of there who might have been troublemakers. You know what? That could be good for business. They start fresh. I, I think say I think what they can be a lot of guys. Outside of the three names you mentioned on offense, they have nobody else. I mean, you, at the Bogarts, and Bogarts was, a, was so so last year, they're going to move him to second base, by the way. At the Bogarts, you know, Tatis, of course, is fantastic. There's not much else there on offense. Uh, your catcher's Capisano, your first baseman might be batting. I mean, you really have to know your stuff to know who these guys are. Kim's going to be your shortstop. Uh, Profar's in left field. Azakar is your center fielder. I mean, there's not much there, guys. This team's going to struggle somewhat. That pitching better step up or else they're going to be in a whole hell of a lot of trouble. I think you're overestimating, like, the, the opponents that they play. You know what I mean? Like, like if you look at other teams, like, what what teams in the National League do have good pitching? Like, you know, that people – you could say that almost, about almost every team in the league except, like, maybe six teams that are, like, the powerhouses. I say, you, you, well, it's both of us and Tatis, and that's it. We'll that's find out, nobody, right? nobody knows these guys. No names. Uh, sure, they yeah, can happen here, but I'll take the Phillies Baltimore, over. Baltimore yeah. had no names, too. Like, there's teams no, here. I mean, Arizona. All Baltimore's players are top prospects. That's not true. All Baltimore yeah, players teams, are top prospects. Teams that top prospects don't always win, George. Like, sometimes no-name teams do well. Of course. There's always outliers, but I ain't betting on it. Yeah. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. The pitch, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Shout out to everybody joining us in San Diego. George Kurtz, the West Coast hater, East Coast bias uh, with us right now. Uh, says that. Uh, says it's. Yeah, you said it's. To win a division last year, okay? I bet on you, Padres. I believed last year. And no doubt there was a lot of pressure on that team last year. They, they, will be less shocked, they were all chalky. Ooh, they're powerful. Yeah. powerful. Their win total I, is 81 I, I, I and a half. I placed your bet, by the way. 
I placed your bet about Vancouver Canucks winning the uh, their division, the Dodgers winning their division. I like that parlay. Oh, you got it. That, was, that was a good parlay. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Nice. I, I like kind of like that. It's nice that the Canucks have lost three games in a row, though, this week, isn't it? Well, of Since course we... they have. Now you guys split that out, too. I mean, but at least back then I was happy. They're still, they're still going to win that. They're not going to choke that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They... Other teams aren't gaining ground on them. Like, a good example is Edmonton's behind them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Vegas yeah. lost. What happens if the Dodgers like... won't win? The San Francisco Giants will play great this year and win 110 games again somehow. That's what's going to happen. You know what, though? I mean, the rest of point, George, I'm, I'm going through the these top. rotations in the National League, and none of, there's a lot of teams not to be desired. Like, there's a really well, there's no bad hitting there either. You're, 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 you're too concentrating on the rotation. Where's the hitting? Atlanta's rotation's awesome, I mean, by the way. So you're saying that San Diego, their win total is 81 and a half. You don't think they can get – do you think they can get to 82? Will they be a 500 team, plus 500? They got to get 82 and 80. I, I think they could be a wild card team, so I would probably take a, I would probably take the eighty two. I don't love it. It'd be a small bet. I don't love it, but they you know their division's not that strong. I don't like San Fran. Colorado's terrible. You know Arizona's good. Dodgers are great. You know, so I think they can compete for a wild card mainly because try and pick four wild card teams. Phillies okay, Mets uh, maybe. Uh, the Central's terrible. Arizona okay. Who's the fourth? Man, the Dodgers were minus six hundred to win the division. And uh, now I see they're minus 550. What are they, insane? It's like, all right. Here's, <laughs> Take a <traction>. I'm a... <laughs> yeah. Here's the play. Here's the can't-miss parlay, but what's it going to pay? Ah, it's minus 271. We need a third leg. Dodgers to win the division, Max Verstappen to win the F1 championship. <laughs> <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Ramsey. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. Kick it with us. Level three. We're in the third hour of the program. Quick as 180 minutes in sports talk and television. 
Shout out to everybody joining us on the Mighty 1090, SoCal in the house. Let's roll. Um, we've come to the end at the pit. It's the end of the road. And Colorado State, cover the number. New Mexico survive, 68-66. So um, New Mexico win, Colorado State cover the number. Let's keep it in the Mountain West. UNLV right now. Second half has started. Um, they're on the road tonight taking on Air Force, an Air Force team that are a putrid 7-17 against the spread uh, this year. UNLV are up by 13 uh, right now with 18-23 uh, left in the basketball game. Second half has just started. They're laying 15.5 points, up 40-26. to In-game total is uh, 128.5. And uh, since we are late-night degenerates, I might jump in on this over 128.5. But let's bring in Mr. Ian Cameron right now. Okay, Babano, see what he thinks um, about this late-night card. UNLV, Babano, taking on an Air Force team. Air Force are money burners. So are Pacific, among some of the worst uh, teams against the spread we're playing tonight. Air Force just 7-17. Seven and 17. Hard to trust UNLV on the road, but they have won these type of games. They're up 12 uh, right now. Uh, what are your thoughts on the UNLV Air Force game, Abano? Yeah, I'm on UNLV already pregame uh, here, minus five and a half, minus six. Remember, Air Force went into Thomas and Mack Center earlier this season and beat the hell out of UNLV. So this is a big-time revenge spot for UNLV, the better team. They've been good on the road. They've notched wins against Boise State and New Mexico uh, away from home. They've actually played really good basketball in conference play. They've actually been better on the road than at home. Yeah. They are they better lose all on these the games road. at home all the time. Correct. Exactly. You're damn right. Well, they good on the road. I thought it was True. a great spot. It's actually one of my favorite plays on the card tonight, UNLV. So we're hoping well, they about, ride this one out here in the second half. It's to what we talk about with sports. These guys blew that lead in the Fremont Cannon game. Like, that was deplorable. Like, they had Nevada. They had them right there, and they let them off the hook. They come back, and you're playing a team that beat you on their home floor. Remember that? I remember we were on the air, Marantz. It wasn't UNLV, like, minus 17 and a half or something in that game, and Air Force beat them outright. Like, this is a really nice spot for the Rebels. If you can't, if you can't take care of business tonight, when are you going to take care of business? So I'm with you, Babano, on UNLV big time. UNLV still have work to do, though, if they're going to get into the NCAA uh, tournament. Air Force beat them by 30-plus at UNLV, not just a win. 30-plus point beat down for Air Force at UNLV earlier this season. I'm sure the kids haven't forgotten that. So NHL hockey, we've got a bunch of high-scoring games uh, here on the West Coast in the late-night hours in the NHL. 5-3 for the Toronto Maple Leafs over the Arizona Coyotes right now. There's 15 minutes left in the third period of play. We talked about this last night. Everybody took it. Austin Matthews scoring his 50th goal of the year, especially in his hometown. Going back home, just a story, you know, that you couldn't write a better script uh, for this. And he has lit the lamp a couple of times. Uh, 5-3 right now for the Leafs. In-game total is 9.5. It's minus 165 to the over. So we're already at 8 right now. Still 15 minutes left. And the Blue Jackets and the Ducks, there's 10 minutes left in the game. This has been a wild one. Uh, the Jackets blew a 4 nothing lead. The Ducks tied it at 4, and now it's 6-4 for the Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> the in-game total right now is 11.5. The Ducks are getting 2.5 goals. There's 10 minutes left. We'll get to Boston and Edmonton in a minute because we're at intermission there. This is in-game. Let's start off in Anaheim, Abano. What do you think about the Blue Jackets and the Ducks in-game right now? 
Well, the uh, this has been wild. Columbus was up 4 nothing. Anaheim gets four unanswered, ties it 4-4, two by Mason McTavish. And then Columbus scores two here in the third period uh, to regain the lead, 6-4 to four over the blue, uh, over the Ducks. So it's been back and forth, roller coaster rides. Jackets played last night, so you would think they're going to get a little bit fatigued here late in the game. I think the live over is worth a look, uh, 11.5. If you have the guts to sprinkle on Anaheim or the draw, I don't hate it. There's still a lot of time left, and I think the live over in Arizona is worth a look as well. Wait for that juice to drop a little bit on the 9.5. There's still plenty of time. There's already been eight goals, 15 minutes left. Neither team has been great defensively. Arizona has been embarrassing defensively for several games in a row now. They've been an over-machine Arizona because they can't keep the puck out of the net. So I think live overs in those two games especially will be worth a look. Cam, what are your in-game picks here? Rincey, I know you're going to think, think I'm insane, but I actually like Columbus minus two and a half. They were up four, give up the four, and I think they're going to come back and they're going to get another, they're going to score an empty net or win this game by three or four. I think Anaheim had their little run. Columbus got embarrassed by the Kings last night, back to back. I like them in this spot. I'm going to take Columbus minus two and a half just to have a little fun with the end game. I know people would think Anaheim can come back. I don't. And let's hope for the Oilers to come back, buddy, because I know we both need them. Go Oil. 5-3 right now for the Leafs over the Coyotes. A little under 14 minutes remaining. As Babanis mentioned, a nine and a half there. I think that might be a little light. Like, there's still 13 minutes left here. There's gonna, you know, there's, There should be two more goals in this game. I'm going to jump in on the over uh, nine and a half in the Toronto Maple Leaf game. And even though I'm more of an in-game under better, you know what I mean? When, when, when you get these big, you know, these, these high numbers and stuff in-game, I like to jump in on the unders, but I think that's the wrong strategy tonight. I think we'll get to 10 here in Arizona against the Leafs. And, Babana, your thoughts on the Bruins and the Oilers right now. That total is at eight and a half. There's going to be more goals, man, in this in this game. I agree. Right? Edmund, Boston can score on them again. Edmonton were seriously pressing at the end of that period. To me, the over eight and a half is the play. So I'm going to jump in on over eight and a half in the Boston-Edmonton game. And I'm going to take in-game over nine and a half in Toronto, Arizona. Well, it's not just that. It's that Boston's depleted on the blue line. Hampus Lindholm didn't play tonight. Kevin Shattenkirk is out. Matt Grizzlick. Matt Grizzlick goes down to injury early in this game. They're down to five defensemen uh, for the rest of the game. McAvoy, Lowry, Carlo, Forbert, and Wath- Witherspoon. So when you look at this situation, it's a 5-D for the rest of the game for Boston. Edmonton's going to be pressing. So I think if you look at this spot, it's not within, it's not impossible for Edmonton to come back here. Now, what I don't like is Edmonton's defense is regressing, and it's regressing quickly. Like they are done with this nonsense of keeping teams 16 straight games to two goals or less. That's over with now. Uh, they're going back to the old Oilers, starting to give up goals against Skinner. Hasn't been necessarily as sharp the last few games either. So. So I think it's a chance to see goals here in the third period. I wouldn't rule out the Edmonton comeback because the Bruins are depleted on defense, but I think the over's also in play because, look, Edmonton's got to open up. Boston is short-handed on D, and the minutes are piling up for these guys that have to play more minutes. Uh, but, Bano, you sound like you're a little bit under the weather. Like, uh, I am, sounds yeah, like you It yeah, sounds like you need some soup. Yeah. You're, you're soup. soup, man. Sounds like you need soup some soup to clear, 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 clear your system up. They've done that it's earlier like today. Down. I know. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Everybody's sick, Marenzi, except for I, that's You're like Mr. Burns. You have so many things, and they just can't get through the door. You're immune to everything. 
Yeah, I've been fine recently. <laughs> Everybody's Everybody seems like so heavy. Right, right, you're, you're like, hey, man, everything's cool with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Edmonton, Gabe. Are we down with plus two and a half here? I know it's a lot of juice, but can, we, can I sell you two and a half with the oil? Two, two and a half yeah, gallons Yeah, I think, the, I think they, it is good. I go. think they will get back <laughs> in. There we go. There. Excellent. Join the team. They'll probably lose by two. Like the, the, the Edmonton way will be they'll make it 4-3. They'll get our hopes three, up. They'll press, five, they'll press, they'll press, they'll press, and then Boston will score again. <laughs> that sounds just about right. Yeah, yeah. plus two and a half, minus 130 is pretty good. It's not bad. You can buy 30 cents. That's good. Yeah, mine's like 40. I'm already on Edmonton, so I'm, I hate yeah. chasing when I'm on teams, but I do think the plus two and a half is, is the play. Yeah. Because I, I think they can come back. I think this game's going to get wild. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if this is like 6-5 yeah. in, in 15 minutes from now or mm-hmm. something stupid. I, or I maybe four four or whatever, but that's why I took the over eight and a half. But I think I think this third period is going to be pretty entertaining with Boston and Edmonton, and it's the third period just started for you in-game betters right now that want to get in uh, on this. So we'll get back to the college basketball. We'll take a look at the overnight uh, numbers. UNLV are up forty-five thirty right now with fifteen fifty left over the Flyboys. UNLV go fight win. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Renzi. Countdown to first pitch is on. It's nice to say that. As um, San Diego and Los Angeles get the Cactus League action going tomorrow afternoon slash uh, morning, 310 Eastern, 1210 uh, Pacific uh, time. The game is a pick em. It's minus 110 on both sides, which I'm a little bit disappointed by. I am a diehard Dodger fan. And I think the Dodgers are going to win a million games this year in a regular season. But I think in the exhibition season, I was I was hoping or expecting them to sort of be favorites 
in the exhibition campaign. And last year they went like 15 and 14 in, in, in the preseason. Like they're kind of like a 500 team in the preseason, but if they're going to be favored all the time, then let's just bet against them and we'll make money in the preseason. But the odds makers uh, are sharp and they made this game minus 110 on both sides. And despite George Kurtz hating on San Diego's roster, sometimes less <laughs> is more. Yeah, that's right. true. He's all, they, he was really negative. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Michael King is like a good pitcher for the Yankees. George is dead, very negative. You know what? Getting rid of these guys, Gabe, the trouble is in the locker room. We've all played sports before. There was a problem with the Padres. This, you said it. I love your attitude. Less is more. They're going to do yeah, better. They all knew Soto wasn't going to come back, right? Yes. So it's awkward. They're like, whatever. This guy's a mercenary. He only cares about the money. And you got Tatis yes. as a head case, crashing his motorcycle and doing stuff. Like, yep. they, like, George is underestimating the players that they have still on the team. Sometimes less is more. And like I said, I don't think they had bad chemistry in the sense that they disliked each other. And there was, like, they weren't fighting in the clubhouse type of stuff. But you see this in baseball, man. The Blue Jays have been some – the Blue Jays have been this – that's been the Blue Jays' problem in the past. The Blue Jays are always searching for that perfect chemistry, right? They're like – our room is far too light. We got people dancing and cranking music after losses and we're way too loose and we're, you know, a big home run celebrations and it's not serious enough. Right. And then they, they tweak it. And then it's like, it's not right. Like he's sort of, it's hard. Like the Dodgers, man, the Dodgers are this monster and stuff. They had the same problems, man. Why the hell do you think they spent all this money right now? New influx in the clubhouse. Right, new new voices, new opinions, new new players, new you know what I mean. Sometimes you don't always have to have stars. People like fall for that, but Kurtz is a big uh, chalk guy, so we're not surprised. He likes the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I wish he was still here. I tell, I would get into it. With him. It's just you know it happened. And we ran out of time with him here. But yeah, everyone in San left. Diego, I'm defending you. I think you can get over 81 yeah. and a half wins. They could win like eighty-six games or something. You complimented his Hawaiian shirt and then and then cut his mic, but he gone. I'm with San Diego for chasing the wild card as well. I already bet Kansas City wins over Gabe. You you know me. I got a, the Royals in that cheesy weak division. They're actually a team with a couple. Kansas City wins over. On, oh yeah. Hey, actually, you know what? You know what? I, I would I would say, oh come on. But you know, if there was one team actually in the off season this year that quietly. Signed a lot of players and spent money. Right. It was the yep. Kansas City Royals. It was one of those yep. deals when everyone was following the Otani sweepstakes every day. It was yep. like, oh look, KC just made another deal. Oh, KC just signed, signed another pitcher. Huh? Like, like, like they actually, KC, you're sending a message, and they're one small market team too. Unlike like Pittsburgh or some of these other jackass owners and stuff, Colorado, that they don't care. They're like, we don't win and we don't care. Kansas mm-hmm. City, you give them the benefit of the doubt. They've won. They've like they can actually say, "Listen, trust us. We did this before. We know how to build a winner, and let us build up young players, and then we'll start signing players. But we're not going to sign players just for the sake of it and suck and be like the Angels, right? Like you know, you know, some teams, yeah, we'll spend money. Yeah, you're spending money, but you're not. It's like the New England Patriots guys." Patriots the last couple of years signed everybody all the time. Let's sign Nelson Aguilar. Let's sign right. Hunter Henry. Let's sign this guy. The like, division, guys, Gabe. How about you sign one good guy or develop young guys instead of just signing every crap guy? None of those teams are good. I like where you're going with that. Better. I think the Royals, 
The Twins are the team to beat in that division, but the Royals are, are going to be competitive. Yes. The Twins still are the best team. The Guardians did nothing. The Chicago White Sox are deplorable, and we still they're wait for example, Detroit to get Cam, better. I have a battle. The Guardians about a team. Every year I think they're going to suck, and they never do, and it pisses me off, and I lose. Yeah, the Guardians <laughs> are gritty. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's also like every because year, of like, you're not supposed to be yeah. good. Exactly. Well, it's because they Don't do the, the little things well. They run the bases, the defense is good, and it keeps them in games. Nope. Even when the pitching no, and the hitting, and they're in a bad life. division, Babano too. Exactly. So like they're better than Detroit. They're better than like KC. It's a fluid market, though, Marazzi. When when first thing when these first wins totals came out, Kansas City was like I, on some book sixty nine and a half and stuff. I'm looking seventy one and a half now. Like you know what I mean? You got to get on this stuff because it's no, one they, of these they really things did. they understand. Like I'm telling really you, man, did I jumped have on a nice it. off season. This team. They did. They're fine. They're going to come second in that division. As still crazy as that sounds, though. that's my. That's, still don't like I know. I admit. Them. No, but yeah. the thing is, though, Lyles you is still got Singh. Yeah. No, Waka. they're young guys. They're young guys. I know. But you know what? They got Lynch. He's going to be a little bit better. There's. You're right, Bobano. But in that they're, division, they're there's a lot of teams that have bad Brady Singer to take a step this year. Big yes, time. they've yeah. got. They've got yeah. vets in the modern baseball. Uh, everyone talks like everyone older pitching. Every damn team, nobody has good pitching. There's four teams in the league that has good pitching. Um, but if you look at these guys, they're all the type of guys that are going to be able to give them four or five innings. Seth Lugo, uh, uh, Reagans, uh, Michael Walker, Brady Sanders, Jordan good. Lyles. Just the type of guys that can just eat, eat some innings. And the whole thing is with the Royals, and they won the World Series like this, actually. And it's one of their strengths. And it has been still in the last couple of years. Their bullpen is good. Games yeah. like starting pitching is is critical, obviously, in the playoffs. You need like you're gonna need some arms. But people handicap that stuff way too much, man. In the modern era, nobody pitches more than five freaking innings. So the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth are all decided, and everyone talks about the closer stuff. Exactly, but battle middle relief, bro. You look at the teams yeah. that have good middle relief from like the sixth to the ninth inning, that bridge, those are when games are won and lost. Most Tell games are tied. You go into the sixth inning, it's 4-3, four, 4-4 four, four camp. It's like, yeah, we had our ace pitch. So what? It's tied now. He's out of the game. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Watch what Bobby Witt does this year. This guy was on the cusp before. He's gonna. He's a special player. And that's what the thing. And I think guys were on top of it. It's just one of those situations. I'm yeah, not going to say these guys too. are world beaters. That's yeah, another thing. They, they, they sent a message. He's they happy. paid him a big contract, which they don't like. They're yes. sending a message. We want to win now. Yep. I just think they're a play on team. That's all. I'm not going to tell you the Royals are going to do anything absolutely crazy. But if you can find uh, yeah, I don't know if they 71 make the and a half. Everyone from KC seems to win. I don't know. If I'm going to get Mahomes on the team, they'll win. <laughs> yeah, you're Kelsey. right. Hey, Mahomes is trying to find the team, if too. If I was the Royals, I'd just sign Travis Kelsey for the hell of it. I'll just be you're like, right. listen, dude. You can be the DH, couple of at bats, <laughs> bring Taylor Swift to the games. We'll be the hottest team that's in the league. That's right. Taylor, Taylor Swift, Travis Royals Kelsey, years. dual sport athlete. You ever played baseball? Yeah. No, I don't care. Like, yeah. you know. Anything Mahomes touches turns to gold, yeah. and he's a part of in the ownership group. So I feel better about that too. That's exactly. Fine. They're going in the right direction. You're gonna see it the parade yeah. now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, the Edmonton Oilers have scored that plus two and a half yep. game for oh, business. Oh, they oh, nearly just oh. scored again to tie it. Oh, I need, I need, I need them to tie. Don't say close. Save it happens. Let's oh, go. Oh my God! I remember what I said. It'll be so like the Oilers to score, get your hopes oh, up, and no, give up the no, goal. No. Boston no, nearly no. just scored. Okay, <laughs> like, oh nearly. Like, I like that. The, the nearly is fine. Just not definitely. 
Come on, let's go. Pull the goal. This would be a nice comeback for them if they could come back. They're a power play. Yikes. All right, so we're down to 550 left in Arizona. It's 6-3. We need one more goal. We bet the over 9.5. The Leafs scored again. It's 6-3. We need to get another one here in the next uh, five minutes and 50 seconds. I stayed away from the Columbus-Anaheim game, and I'm glad I did. There's been, oh, Columbus just yes, scored. Yes, my two there and a half go, with the jacket. Seven jacket four. Jacket handed Power play. With 33 yeah. seconds left. The jackets are my team, Gabe. They lose when I want them to and win when I want them to. Friend of the program. I love you, Columbus. Love the jackets. Jackets up seven four. <laughs> Uh, we got a close one. We got the over uh, eight and a half in this Boston yep. game. Boston, Edmonton, 4-3. We're up to seven uh, right now in that, that game. Now, UNLV and Air Force, UNLV are in complete control. It's 58-36 to 36, uh, right now with nine minutes and 24 seconds remaining. Let's take a look at the overnight uh, college basketball uh, card, looking at uh, tomorrow's uh, games. Uh, there's a bunch of them. Uh, Rutgers and Purdue. Purdue are laying 15 points to Rutgers. Ooh. Purdue hosting hosting Rutgers. The total is 139. SMU and FAU. Big game here. Uh, what do you think of that one, Babato? SMU getting six and a half against Florida Atlantic. The total is 154 tomorrow night. Fade away on FAU. I've been doing that for games on end, weeks on well, end. Well, SMU, sorry, let me just jump in, too. Through. We talked about them last night. SMU were on a six-game win streak, too. They're very hot. They're team. hot. They're hot, and Florida Atlantic's not right. They're not defending at a high enough level. They're certainly not defending at a Final Four level like we saw from them last year. Uh, And, look, their offense goes in and out of spurts. Uh, They've had long shooting droughts. Look at South Florida. They got themselves behind 24 points in that game because, A, they weren't getting stops, they weren't guarding anybody, and, B, they weren't making shots. And that's been a consistent pattern for the Owls. Uh, and SMU's playing great basketball. They've been a money burner ATS, Florida Atlantic, in conference play. It's SMU or nothing for me. They're getting six and a half points uh, in this game. Another team that's smoking hot right now, the Washington State Cougars, and they just did it. Boom. They tied the game. 4-4. Oh, Edmonton my scored. God. No. This is great. This is a lucky battle. This is Boston. Yeah, there we go. Come on, baby. Hey. Corey hey. Perry. Corey yes. Perry. What a guy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right 
a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. This is Sports Rage. I'm Renzi. So we've been talking about this all week for you betters right now. The NBA will be back tomorrow night, so we'll be hammering the uh, the association tomorrow. But as far as hockey in-game betting, it's a number that I've talked about a lot. Last year, like 45%, 44% of teams that won in the NHL a game were actually trailing at some point in the game. And it was like 28% of the time they were trailing by two or more goals, and they still won the game. A two-goal lead in hockey is far from insurmountable. It feels like, oh, great, you're up 2 nothing. No, it's like the kiss of death for whatever reason when you have these two-goal leads in hockey. And the odds makers overreact. Like, they, they've never really figured out hockey in-game betting. They sort of have, like, a soccer model. So when teams are down by a couple of goals, you get big odds uh, with the team. Uh, we talked about a good example. Like, look tonight. Like, boom. Like, the, the Edmonton Oilers were just down 4-1. Suddenly it's 4-4 right now so you can get money on both teams and um it just happens time and time and time and time again in the national hockey league it really is crazy for in-game betting the opportunities when uh when when teams are down so we'll see how this game uh plays out we hit that over eight and a half that we gave you in this one because it's four four that's gonna hit uh we need one more goal though and there's only a minute and uh, 14 left in Toronto and Arizona at 6-3. We bet the over 9.5 uh, in game. The plus 2.5 is looking good. And for the real hardcores, uh, the Ontario Reign and the Abbotsford Canucks are tied at 1 uh, right Ooh. now. NBA basketball back tomorrow night, which is cool. We'll get to Cavs golf picks uh, in a couple of minutes. Uh, we were talking about SMU and, uh, and Florida Atlantic. SMU, one of the hottest teams in the country, guys. Getting six and a half points against FAU. The total is 154. And I brought up Washington State being a smoking hot team that's having a great year on the way out of the Pac 12 here. They're in the desert. They're taking on Arizona. But Bano, Arizona are laying 12 points against the red hot Cougars team that's won seven games in a row. What's your take on this one? Are you willing to lay 12 or you want to take 12? So Arizona is better at home. They're pretty tough at home. But this Washington State team is a really underrated team. They defend. They actually are one of the better defensive teams in the Pac-12. And Kyle Smith's done a great coaching job with this group. They do have a winning record uh, on the road, 5-3. and three. So this one's a tricky one. Uh, they, these two teams played uh, earlier this year. I know it's revenge for Arizona because Washington State beat them up in Pullman 73-70. Uh, in January, and like I said, Arizona is very good at home. We saw what they did to Stanford, double-digit win, Cal double win at home. Arizona State, they won by 45. And I'd fear the revenge spot a little bit, but I ain't fading this Washington State team getting this many points. I know Arizona's in revenge mode, but Washington State is a very good defensive team. They've been a moneymaker ATS, undervalued from day one this season. For me, 
I still lean Washington State in this game. Hey, look at Washington State. It's surprising they're not better ATS. They're 20 and 6 straight up, but somehow they're only 14 and 12 against the spread. And Arizona's a robust 17 and 8 ATS. I think people are kind of overly critical of them at times. But as Babano mentioned, I remember that game. We were live that night. Um, they beat them 73 70 already. And Washington State have actually covered the last three times they played against Arizona. If you look at the history of this rivalry over the years, close game, 73-70, 63-58. beat them there last year. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, 74-61, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they lost by 12. They lost, all right, there was a 69-53 game in 2021 in the COVID era. There was also an overtime game that year. For whatever reason, Washington State have played Arizona tough, and as Babano stated, this Wazoo team is a very scrappy team. Before we move on from college basketball, Bavano, anything else on the card? Thursday night collegially, catch your eye. Yeah, as far as uh, Saturday, uh, I like over in Oregon-Stanford, another Pac-12 game. Uh, Stanford's a team that really struggles defensively. Uh, Oregon, on the flip side, they play with a little bit more pace. Their defense has been in and out. Totals 150.5. I know I think there's a good chance we see some points scored uh, in that game uh, tomorrow night. Uh, you look at maybe Monmouth plus the points against Towson. Uh, I know it's a smaller conference, Colonial Athletic Association basketball, but, you know, Monmouth's been a pretty good underdog lately. Towson's been a bit of a disappointment this year. They're expected to be really good. They've been very inconsistent. So I'm kind of interested in Monmouth getting six and a half there uh, against uh, Towson uh, in that game. Uh, and one more I'll give to you here. Um, Wright State and Detroit. This is an ugly dog. But Detroit is starting to compete a little bit. You know, they've been so bad, but now they're starting to be at the point where they've been downgraded so much that they're starting to cover some of these big point spreads. And as a home dog, uh, getting 12 against Wright State, I could see Detroit being one of those ugly dogs that covers the number. Wright State does not play enough defense for me to trust them as double-digit road favorites. For me... And it's a team that people aren't talking about enough considering that they're 22-3 and against the spread is the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And I'll lay the three and a half here. You can money line them. They're minus 170. I know Ohio State got that big win after they fired their coach and all that. Okay. I'm not getting in front of a 22-3 and ATS juggernaut that really doesn't get a lot of respect for the odds makers, Babano. Like, they're still big underdogs when they're on the road and they're short favorites at home. For a team that just covers every damn game, essentially. They've covered 89% of their games. And you wonder with Ohio State. They had the big win against Purdue at home after Holtman got fired. The first game with the new head coach. It kind of came to fruition. Everyone stepped up. They raised their game. They got a great three-point shoot. Oh, that's a bad spot written all over it. Yeah, is it it a sign that they're going to rally around this coach again, or is that just a one-off? We're going to find out tomorrow night. Well, but Boston you're right. I just scored. Minnesota or nothing. The points yeah, spread on course Minnesota they did. too good. Classic Pastor Edmonton. Come all the way back, and then you give up. I four Bruins. Wow. Yep. Way to go, Oil. I knew I should have taken that, that test plus two and a half. Put, put a little bit of cheddar on the Bruins game. We've seen this movie before with the Oil. Oil slick. Uh, like, unbelievable, these teams tonight. Think about this. Columbus. They blow a four-goal lead. They come back and win by three. Edmonton Edmonton was down two. They tie it up. Boston comes back. Resilience, that's the thing. And the, and the Leafs got a scare, but they ended up winning by three, six to three. All overs in these night games, fellas. Lots of goals. There's been a lot of goals in the last whatever. Like It's funny because you notice how people will call out the NBA 
when there's like really high scoring games and stuff. Oh, nobody plays defense, and they, people bitch about it. They won't say the same thing in the NHL. And <laughs> right. I sure, sure don't. Oh, they got a lot of no, goals no, there, fellas. Yeah, it's, no, no, it's true. People are going, oh, no, it's, it's garbage. Oh, they don't put a defense off. Well, I don't know. You watched Vancouver, Minnesota the other two days ago? They scored yeah, 17 goals. that was garbage. Like you said, 5-4. Like, this isn't, you know what I mean? It's funny, like, just whatever. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a yeah. double standard. It's funny how, like, oh, they don't it's play. True. They don't try to play defense. Like, okay, you watching this stuff? <laughs> Boom. Edmonton yeah. just scored 5-5. Five, five. Right on. Wow. Hey, hello. I thought, you got to be kidding me. This is nuts. Off the rails here. <laughs> it's like the NBA All-Star game. People are bitching. No, Seriously. people have been funny. Though. People say, this is great hockey. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's not like, great I hockey. Know. It's kind of video I'm game. Honest, like... I, I'm, I'm not down with that program. I'd rather see, i I got to be honest with you, I'd rather see a 2-1, to one, one nothing game than a 7-6 to six game. That's me. I, I like defense, and I like goaltending. problem with this That's game is, Cam, like, if you're a coach, you know you're standing there and you're watching this. Yeah. You realize you have, no con- you have no control over your team or the game. Uh, by the, you're you're the basically playing a pinball. TNT, by the way, great. John Forslund, awesome broadcaster. Love his calls. I actually met John Forslund at a, at a parking lot in Chicago. Nice guy. Anyway, we got uh, golf picks, sir. We got golf picks. Thanks, for that. Um Yeah, what, what are your golf picks? Yeah, I'll go. I'll be quick, Marenzi, because we got this Bruins uh, uh, Oiler game. So let's t- start here in Mexico. Long hitters. That's the name of the game. Gabe, I do like uh, Brady's pick of Ho- Hoygard at 15. Here's the thing. Tony Finau won the tournament and finished second in his last two years. This guy owns this tournament, but you can't take him at the price. He's plus 650. You can see him maybe on a boost to 8-1. to one. No thanks. I'm going to go with Thomas Dietrich, the big hitting Belgian at 25-1. to one. He's my guy. If you don't like him, I like Hoygard. Gabe, we talked about a hit or miss player, Kashmir Keith. Keith Mitchell, 28 to 1. I wanted to get more, but the thing is, this is the type of course where Mitchell can thrive. And uh, let's do it for your boy, Josh Allen, uh, on the celebrity tour. If Mitchell can make some money, that would be nice for me. Eric Von Ruin. It's funny. You talk about the University of Minnesota, a South African who was the captain of the Minnesota golf team. Didn't think the Gophers had a golf team. Von Ruin has won this year, too. Watch out for this guy. Sneaky, 38 to 1. Jake, I like an afternoon nap. One of the biggest hitters on tour at 40 to 1. This guy murders the ball and has become close. A couple top tens and a third this year. What's in the cupboard, Mark Hubbard? I don't know. Brady got him at 60 to 1. I found a 50. He's on a better book for the price. Mark Hubbard is a perfect player for this course. He does everything well. If you have a good putting week, things should be good for me. And Gabe, I have a problem. His name is Nasty Nate Lashley at 75 to 1. Uh, a guy, he's an all or nothing guy. He can finish top five or he can miss the cut. Here we go. You talk about the guys. We're going to go with Thomas Dietrich for a top 20, plus 130. Taylor Pendrith, the Canadian. A lot of people like him this week. Babano's golf guy likes him. Top 20, plus 140. Mr. Knapp, Jake Knapp, 190. And watch out for Cameron Champ. He's a guy who could miss cuts, but he thrives at this tournament for some reason. Multiple every time he tees it up here. He finishes in the top 10 or 20. Cam Champ at plus 230. That's what I like right now. Guys, for the top 10s, I will lay 120 with Tony Finau for a top 10, and I will take Hoygaard plus 190. Those are the two top 10s, Marenzi. If you want to lay a little bit of juice with a comfortable top 20, I love Hoygaard all over the board, and Brady Cannon, a great golf capper, likes him as well. Those are the golf picks this week. Yeah, I got Hoygaard to win. I've got uh, Jagger to win, and I've got uh, Griot to win. Those are my three picks. Jagger bomb, um, Hoygaard, and uh, Emiliano Grillo. 
So no picks for the magical Kenya Open? Yeah, I was going to take, uh, there was a couple of guys I was looking at, Ferguson, the Scott there, but I'm not getting enough. So, yeah, I know that that's the best. Well, it's not just the Kenyan Open, the magical Kenyan Open. Like, there's magic in this tournament. It's a pretty weak field, actually. But, no, uh, you and Ferguson would be my pick, game. But There's also really the uh, the woman are in Thailand, the Honda LPGA mm-hmm. Thailand uh, event. We're off and running here right now. Uh, Ju Kim is plus 400 to win. Uh, Brooke Henderson is plus fourteen hundred actually, uh, mm-hmm. right now. So she's she's the third choice to win. You, you don't bet a lot of women's golf though, do you? Yeah, I do a little bit. I like actually Jenny Shin at sixteen to one. And uh, what was the? Uh, there's another girl that I was looking at. Uh, I can't find her on my list. She's a little bit down right now. Can't scroll. But I do like Jenny Shin at sixteen to one. She would be my pick. Brooke Henderson always plays well. Good for a top ten bet. The Canadian plays well on any in any country, anywhere, anytime. UNLV right now are up 65 to 38. It's a massacre. There we uh, go. They're, they're drilling them. Yeah, it's all but done. 65 38. There's only two and a half minutes left. Man, they're really, like, really, really lighting them up here uh, tonight. Up by 27 points. Yep. Big back. win for uh, UNLV. Trying to rack up uh, the W's in a tough Mountain West uh, conference. That uh, conference tournament's going to be awesome. And speaking of awesome, great game going on right now. It is entertaining. They're going back and forth. Um, Edmonton and Boston are tied at five uh, right now with four minutes left. So let me look at uh, overtime here. What is, what is this to go to overtime? Well, you, hit, to overtime you, hit over. you hit your live over at 5-5 five, five in that game. That's already in the right. bank. Yep. Yeah, but I lost the live over in the Leaf game. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm also on Edmonton plus two and a half. I took that. That's good. And I got Edmonton to win the game. So it'd be nice if they can come back and win. We'll wrap up with a couple of best bets. They got exact score props up here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. A wild game uh, tonight in Baton Rouge. LSU beats Kentucky 75-74 uh, with, uh, with a buzzer a buzzer beater uh, tonight. 
and Kentucky just continues to struggle. This is going to be a lit uh, conference tournament um, in, in the SEC as well uh, this year. Wild night uh, tonight on the College of Hardwood, Alabama, and Florida. Speaking of Alabama, we'll get into this. I think Brett Beard's going to join us tomorrow night. That um, Alabama let Eli Gold go. Eli Gold, a friend of the program, comes on with us usually once or twice a year. And um, he's been doing Alabama football since, uh, I believe, 1988. 1988 or 19, like, um, long time, like 37, going on 40 years type of deal. But Nick Saban's not there anymore. And I'm not going to blame DeBoer without knowing the facts, but generally, like, the coaches sort of have an input on that, right? Like, it seems to me they're like, you know what? Gold was around when it, for with Saban forever. He hosted the weekly radio show with Saban. I'm going to start over with my own guy. Like, I'm not just going to sit in here with Eli Gold every week and do this radio show. Like, the, the Eli, you know, I thought it was telling Eli said, not my decision. University told me I'm not wanted anymore. Yeah, the thing is with this guy, he nearly died last year, and he didn't have that many years left anyways. So why not just let him, whatever. You just say, listen, this guy's going to be here for a year or two, and he'll even probably want to leave after this year without saving here. Kind of a Bush League move in Alabama. So we'll get to that with Brent Beard. I'm going to take SMU tomorrow, plus six and a half. A bad will give us a quick best bet for tomorrow. But uh, one, one, don't rattle off ten, one. One best bet, <laughs> Dallas minus 145 against Ottawa after two tough losses to the Rangers and the Bruins. I think the Dallas Stars bounce back on the road. Cam? Right, give, give, me, give me the Canucks. I'll take the over six and a half Ottawa Dallas Stars on the ice, Gabe. All right. Um, we'll have a full slate of action uh, tomorrow. Check me out. I'll be out with Scott Farrell tomorrow at uh, 1225 Pacific time. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.